I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something right. So I'm a What's up, peeps? Welcome to Gap Cell Keenan number nine. And we have James Chand here today. James with Ring Lead. For those of you who do not know what Gap Selling Keenan is, this is a live sales call. People have the ability to sell me, and I will buy what they are selling if I need it and if I have a problem. And if not, they get schooled on how they screwed it all up. So with that, welcome, Jimmy. Jimmy Shand. What's Thank up, you. Pleasure to be here. Can I get a boom? Everybody else got a boom. Boom. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you so much, Keenan, for having me on here. Um, let me just get started. What prompted you to take this meeting with me today? Was there anything specific about my company? No, no, because I'm taking all, I'll be perfectly straight. I'm taking all um, uh, requests, unless they're stupid. And um, and then from, oh, 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 shit, I can hear you. This is the lag, I'm watching the live so I can see the comments. So, um, no, I've taken them all, and, and the assumption is that everybody's done their homework. So okay, yeah, yeah. How much do you know about what we sell? Anything at all? You know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's not your job to do the prep. That's my job, right? How I've done that is by watching these videos, by reading the book, obviously, by researching a sales guy Inc. Um, you know, so I've, I've covered a lot of stuff. But before I get to that, I wanted to ask you something real quick. I want to ask your opinion. So you shared this article last week. You've always been an unfiltered guy. I can totally relate to that. I really dig that, actually. So the gong data about swearing on sales calls, what is your thoughts on that? Uh, I, look, I think it's pretty accurate, right? And I think it's accurate because um, it's really about authenticity, right? I, I, look, I don't advocate people just walk out and stop drop, start dropping F-bombs. If you're someone who has a tendency to swear or speak, um, how do I want to say, casually, then speak casually. If you're not, don't try to be someone you're not, right? I remember, I'll never forget, it's why I will probably never work for corporate America again, other than the fact that business is good, but I just think sometimes they get in their own way. I wrote uh, an email to a boss, last boss, no, second to last boss I had, but he was brand new. He had just, he had just been put over me and came from somewhere else. And I remember in the letter, I, or the note, I said, hey, brother, and then when I met him for the first time, that's all he wanted to talk about. He's like, I thought your use of calling me brother was unprofessional and blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting there thinking, I run a $100 million business and you want to talk to me about the fact that I said brother? And I couldn't help but wonder if it had a little bit of you know microaggression because if I had said, hey, bud, or hey, dude, right, then it would have been fine. But because I said brother, that's what he wanted to talk about. So my point with that is just be your fucking self. Just be right. yourself. Okay, there it is. So you drop an F-bomb, I could say, okay, if I'm, look, I'm going to take advantage of an 8% bump in my success rate. If I can get you to swear, I'll be damned if I'm not going to take advantage of that. So I wanted to get that out of the way. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty, shall we? All right, let's do it. All right, so uh, uh, stuff I wanted to concern, confirm with you that I've researched, and uh, I'd like to go kind of quickly with this stuff because I know, look, gap selling, the closing is done in the discovery, but we're short on time here. So if I may. 
Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You use uh, for CRM, you use Salesforce, right? Yes. And for uh, marketing, you use HubSpot. Uh, yes. Sales enablement is outreach. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, lead gen, you use seamless AI. Are there any other yes. data in, and influx sources that are coming in there? Anything else maybe on the marketing side that's putting data in your systems? Um, we use LinkedIn Navigator. Did you say that one? No, I did not, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then nothing else is automated. Um, yeah, and then I okay. have people named Brady and Danny and and um, Rachel who put shit in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, people, yeah, that's that's the one thing you can't control. Um, okay. Oh, so okay. Our, David Dean, I agree with you. Keep going. Okay. Uh, a sales guy's revenue last year, according to Aller, was 9.7 million. Now, without giving away everything online, can we just agree to use that number for the purposes of establishing current and future? 9.7 million what? Was your revenue, was ASG's revenue from last year, according to Aller? We can use that number. Okay. That's Call it an arbitrary number, fair? Yeah. Okay, so you doubled last year's goal of 50% revenue. So a little quick math would say that you were looking at about five, you wanted to do about seven and a half, and you did close to 10, which is good. Would that be reasonable to assume? You can roll with that, yep. I'm rolling with that, okay, that's good. So uh, let me ask you this. Say you're meeting with a sales leader, doing what you do, right? Who's in the same position that we just described. What is the hardest part about convincing a sales leader that doubled their number the year before that they're playing the game wrong or could be playing it better and they should work on it with you? I don't even know how to answer that question. Wait, what? Is it, is it digging in and finding the problem? Is, is that what it is? I mean, I'm just asking, you know, like how, how you do what you do a little bit. Uh, okay, me personally, a sales guy, Rachel, uh, I'm confused. Okay, I'll, I'll clarify. You're, you're you, you're Keenan, and you're talking to someone that did what you just did last year and doubled your revenue growth goal. What's the hardest part about telling them that they could do better? Nothing, it, nothing, 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 nothing. Because I would never, ever, 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 ever tell them they could do better. Fair. Maybe I worded that badly. All right. That's fair. Okay. Let me move past that. I just kind of wanted to know, you know, from your perspective. So uh, back to doubling your revenue uh, growth goal last year. To what do you attribute most of that increase? Was it increased marketing? Was it hiring your new salesperson? What do you think? I think it was hiring your new salesperson. No. I think okay. Tell me, please. Right there, right there. Yes, this this is what I attribute to it. Okay. Well, let me ask you about your new salesperson, because uh, I, I would imagine that she's shouldering a lot of the selling load. Am I am I right on that? Which is freeing you up to do more trainings and more consultation. Is is that? Yeah, th yeah, that and scaling. Yes, yes. To, to scale up. Okay. How much of it, the selling load has shifted to her, if I, if you were, are willing to answer that one? 90, we'll say 100%. Okay, okay. How's she doing? Good. She, I mean, yeah, she exceeded quota. Yeah. Beating quota. That's good. Have there been any issues getting her ramped up? Any hiccups? 
Um, there may have been a few. I got. I'm. I'm not sure how much because we did a lot of things at once. We brought on outreach. We brought on Salesforce. We brought on LinkedIn Navigator. We did all at once and hired her. So yeah, there were a few bumps. That's a lot. Like, like what? What can you give me a specific one? Any miscommunications? That's a lot of different systems to use. Anything hiccup wise that you can point to and say this yeah, happened? I, I think it just took us longer to begin to really to learn to show her and as a company to really learn how to use the tool, right? So to learn how to use outreach, make sure outreach was integrated with Salesforce. That was a shit show. I mean, mm. I, we love outreach. Sorry, guys, but but the integration part, like, you know, they make it sound like when you buy it, it just automatically, you know, syncs up. No, we had to get a third party consultant. We That took a shit show. And so, yeah, and then learning from there. But they were great. They worked with us. They were awesome. But, yeah, that was a tough part. Okay. Have there been any data-related issues uh, in terms of, you know, bringing her on and shifting the sales load to her where something within the data, because you just mentioned the sync between outreach and Salesforce. Has there been anything that slipped through the cracks maybe? No, not that I'm aware of. No? Okay. So nothing like, you know, like lost leads. That's a common thing that happens out there. Has there ever been a situation where some leads got missed? Uh, not from a lack of information, no. At least not to my I'm aware. Okay. But not not like, you know, leads that just weren't getting followed up on maybe promptly, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think all the leads have been followed up properly. Okay. Um, how did that happen? Do you mind if I ask? Um, I'm going to assume t time, right? And I would say time and, and I don't want to throw Rachel under the bus because she did a great job, but prioritization, Right. I think she, okay. she's getting so many inbound leads and um, I think she, you know, prioritized some over others and therefore some slipped through the cracks. Okay. And so those leads that slipped through the, the, the cracks because of prioritization of, of what was coming in because of a volume influx and. And a prioritization. Yeah. I okay. go with that volume and a prioritization. Those uh, those ones that may not have been followed up on promptly, did you lose any of them? Did any of them not get contacted ever? Did you lose the chance to connect with those people? I don't know because I don't follow up that deeply. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure some didn't get followed up on or never made it through the close or didn't get put into the sequence. I'm sure a certain level of all that's happened. Absolutely. Okay. Would you consider that as having a large negative impact on your business in terms of like the size of your average deal? If 20, 30 of them didn't get followed up on and your conversion rate is at a certain spot, could that have, you know, caused a negative impact in terms of your, you know, your revenue generation for a quarter? Yeah. I, I don't know for a quarter, but I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure that if we're not getting to all the leads and, and more importantly, if we're not, um, how do you say, um, uh, even if we're not getting to them and they weren't a real opportunity in that moment, they're not getting um, uh, nurtured or anything like that. So, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Have you put anything in place after, you know, the, this ramp up where things are, you know, getting acclimated to the systems to prevent any, you know, leads falling through the cracks, for example? Have you done anything like that? No, not yet. And probably because I – we probably haven't felt it's a big enough problem yet. It's probably why we haven't, right? Mm. It's yeah, probably because we just haven't felt it's a big enough problem yet. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, it's usually it takes until something bites you until you identify it as, as a major problem. All right, let's let's go forward with something else I wanted to ask you about. 
Uh, you are planning on hiring one to two sellers, I've learned from watching some of these, and two to three trainers. Yeah. The portal to increase op amounts, I would imagine, with total deal amounts, and create some ongoing revenue with clients. Am, am I painting uh, an accurate? When you say portal, what do you mean? The online learning portal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's – yeah, that's that's to be able to bring the price point down and to service smaller companies and to service individuals. So it's to expand the our market, right? Right now, you know, we're we're not cheap, we're not the most expensive, but we're not cheap. And so, you know, a lot of times people don't want to invest or can't invest or it's too much of an invest. We have a minimum as well. So if you're a small right. sales team of two or three, that's an expensive thing. So it, yes, the answer is yes, the, the online learning is to scale and reach broaden our market. That makes sense. Uh, I would imagine also if you're adding other sellers, then there becomes a price point on, you know, what, what, I'm sorry, adding other trainers. What, what it comes down to with, you know, here's the price point for Keenan if you want the A++ for lack of oh, a yeah. description. Oh, yeah. all, you, all you people listening, it's not going to be long before I have trainers on this year. And when you book training, you're not getting me. I'm going to be a lot more expensive. So if you want to get to call now because this shit's out, out of business soon. Yeah, you want you want Aaron Rodgers, you got to pay for Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. So uh, when you're you've got I've painted the picture there for you know the the expansion, right? You got the sellers coming on, you got the trainers coming on, you got the portal. What is your strategy for lead distribution and data governance as you start adding in these other people, like you mentioned, Danielle, Brady, Rachel? They're all putting more data into your systems. What's your data governance strategy for that? Data governance? Ah, that's funny. We're a small company. I have no data governance. It hasn't even entered my mind. Look, Keenan, I know you're a counterpuncher, right? You said that like you're a counterpuncher like Gary Vee, but you're going into this and you're going to bring some hunters in and the people that you hire are going to be badasses. Am I right? I hope so. Yeah. Okay. So what's to stop them from just going wild west and you have a whole mess of data issues going on. I guess it depends on how you define data issues. But one of the things we're building is a gap selling um, uh, Salesforce plugin that makes that captures the discovery in the Salesforce structure. So we yes. know what you're supposed to capture. It's gonna we're gonna have a plugin that sits on top of Salesforce to make to follow the process. So. That's what's going to keep us from going wild, wild west. That plus our existing process during pipeline meetings breaks down each opportunity. And we, again, gap something keeps you constrained. It's really hard to go wild, wild west when you have a process and you know what information you're trying to find. I understand that much. But uh, if I may, and, you know, not to like fully contradict you, but I'm, I want to take it back to the beginning of the sales process. The gap selling process, as I understand it with the app, is once you're meeting with someone, how you design that discovery, the information that you want to get, input it, and you're talking about an opportunity. What I'm talking about is leads. I'm talking about when your leads are coming in, like I was asking okay. before about them slipping through the cracks. Okay, so you've been on for 17 minutes, and I'll knock a couple off of pleasantries and getting started, et cetera, right? I I'm still trying to figure out what problem you solve, right? Okay. So what, what I haven't had heard you do is really ask more lead-specific questions, right? Like my lead process. Like you didn't say, okay, Keenan, how are you mostly inbound or out? I'm going to give you all the answers now just in the interest of time. Okay, well, hey, you want to go? You want a second chance or what? I do. I want a second chance. Okay. Get all right. to it. 
This is what, did you do a pick? Here's my question. Did you do a pick? I do. I have it right on. Okay. <laughs> I made it. Okay. What problem on that pick were you trying to find right now? Okay. Lost revenue due to inefficiencies in the data governance process. And okay. the lead, so, the lead so, everybody, listening, everybody listening, pay attention. This is where I'm going to help Jimmy Strand, right? Jimmy, that's too fucking big. Like, I didn't know what to do with that. First of all, I don't even have a data governance process. And you should have probably assumed that because I'm a small company, right? Number, so I don't even know what the fuck data governance is. So, and then when you say lost leads because of data governance, like, I, that is so over my head. I have no fucking clue what you're talking about, okay? So let's find a real problem in that. What is a data governance problem? Like, give me something tangible. All right. So a lead comes into your system, right? You, you said you've done 90% of your stuff comes from inbound. That could be a, a HubSpot form on your website. That could be an MQL. So that comes in. What happens to that lead once it comes in? Okay. So I don't know why you didn't ask that fucking question right away. For start. That would have been a lot more interesting, a lot more interesting. And out of, out of, just out of curiosity, what type of, what stack is that in? And gap selling, is that a current state or a future state question? This is a current state question. It's a problem that I know you have. Okay, but I don't know that I have it. So you, you, you can't assume I have a problem. You got, let me phrase it. You can't know I have a problem. You got to go find and get me to see I have a problem. I got to dig it out and I took too long. Yeah, you know, you take too long. You spent most of your time in the future state. You can't get me to see a problem I have now if you get me talking about the future state, right? Like you got to anchor me in the current state. Number one, number two, right? Okay, so so what happens? I'll tell you what happens in a second. But my question to you was this, okay? What problem is there in that? What did you call it again? Geez, that was ridiculous. Lost the, revenue. No, no, no. Everybody loses revenue. Don't ever go there. It's too broad. Uh, too data broad. governance. Data governance. What problems? What's a, what's a data governance data governance problem? What's one of those? Okay, your leads come in from HubSpot and they're not synced up to Salesforce. And so, they, and so what? Is they get lost in the ether. They get lost in the ether because they're going directly from HubSpot. They're not going directly into Salesforce, and the data is not matching up. Okay. It's sent over by email, and your salesperson has to type that in manually, which is a massive time drain. On the Stop telling me shit. Stay in the problem. We can get to the tell later. Right? Fair. Don't tell me what the fucking problem is. If you want to tell me, flip it to a question. Okay, so this is helpful. The first question you should have asked me, oh, within the first two minutes, you should have said, Keenan, how does your lead process work? What number come from HubSpot? What number come from uh, uh, your Outlook sequence? What number come from LinkedIn, right? Because we get a shitload from LinkedIn. And then what happens is I get it and then I send it to, I think, uh, oh, I send it via the, the DM. I copy right, Rachel and then Rachel takes it and she types it in. So I would have asked, you asked me where do my leads come from, but I would have been more specific. What percentage leads comes from each of those? How do those leads come in? How do those leads get into the system? Once I explained all of that to you, then the answer should have been, are some of these leads being lost because they're not getting into the system? Are you asking Rachel to go into HubSpot and to go into LinkedIn? I mean, into uh, Salesforce, 
right? How much time do you think that adds to the process? Is that the reason she's not getting to the leads right away? Like, that's where you should went. Right? 100%. I, I drew it out a little bit too much to try to draw it out with the questioning for the amount of time. Yes. And here's, 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 what, here's the big feedback to you. And by the way, you push back if I get this wrong. But in the five minutes I've talked to you, what it sounds like is you guys sell a better process. Is that fair? We sell, yeah, a, a data governance process to, to, to make sure that your leads never get missed on. It's a process though, correct? Yes. Okay. So if, if it's a process, then you need to start asking process questions earlier because you have to get me to recognize that my process is all fucked up. And because my process is all fucked up, I'm having XYZ problems. Leads are getting lost. They're not getting transferred. And because they're not getting transferred, we're not uh, we're missing opportunities to close deals. We'd be missing out on revenue. But you've got to get me to, to attach to that first. Before, in my opinion, before anybody's going to buy Ringlead, they have to believe that they have a problem by losing leads because of their existing process. If you don't get me to recognize my existing process is broken and I can't fix it, and because of that, I'm going to lose 5, 7, 10, 20% of my leads. And my, and, and my, well, by the way, Keenan, what's your average sales price? Right? $20,000. Each lead could be worth $20,000 to you. Right? Keenan, how much money are you spending on, um, on um, um, uh, SEO, how much money are you spending on paid advertising? Where do those leads come from that paid advertising? So in addition to the $20,000 um, per opportunity, you're also telling me that you're spending uh, $150,000, $200,000 a year in SEO and paid advertising. So that's a cost of lead that's being wasted because you are lead, leads are literally not getting to her. Now, I, not all that's necessarily true. Some is, some isn't. But those are all the questions you should have been asking. Can you see the power of all those questions? I see. They're, they were mixed in in some you know questions that I had to so, sort of paint the picture of the greater thing without just straight up coming out and asking. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you were combining. You, like you asked one question. You asked, what do we use for incoming leads? And then you said, did you ever get lost? I said, I guess. Like, right. I said, I, I guess I'm sure a couple. So right there, rather than trying to, because what you did is you asked one or two current state questions, and then you jumped to telling me, oh, that's going to cost you lots of money. And, and how do you think this would feel? And you moved, what is that? It could cost you lots of money. Um, uh, that's yeah, that's kind of a current state, but it's, it, you're telling. But the other ones, uh, you said, what if I could? What if this? What if that? That's all going to future state, isn't it? Yeah. The minute you heard me say, I think, yeah, we probably are, that's where you should have instantly dissected how I'm doing it. Instantly dissected it. Like, okay, Keenan, when you say you think, can you walk me through your process? Let's start with HubSpot. Ali comes in from HubSpot, what happens? Then you could have asked me, because here's another one for you, and I don't know how other customers are, but HubSpot, you could have asked, do you treat a form request for, like, if you went to my website, right? So you know, and you know HubSpot, right? Yeah. Okay, you know where I'm going here. Keenan. What percentage of leads come from forms that request information about a speaker, request information from training, versus what's the other one? Forms for downloadable. Are those not different? 
they are different because one's asking for you to call them. The other one's just asking for information so they can build on their own. Yes, but they're both leads, right? Yes, absolutely. And that's, that's the prioritization that you talked about. Yes. So your ability to start asking me questions about that, what percentage of which are you comfortable with the ones that are actually asking for service information or getting to her quickly and the other ones aren't getting to her? And like, you, you should have lived in there, my man. Lived in there. Yeah. Can you see how much more value that would have added to the conversation? A hundred percent. I can absolutely see it. I felt like I needed to not assume things about you, even though I was doing too much telling. And I needed to sort of lead you down that road because I've seen you tell person after person as the Indiana Jones heads keep rolling out of the tunnel one after another. And I'm up here going, no, I think I should be good doing this, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, look, let me ask you this. Well, I'll take one more shot. How important, how much value would it bring to your business? No, 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 no. You're asking, see, salespeople, salespeople, listen to what he was about to ask. You're asking me to self-diagnose the obvious. Fucking don't do that. I, I love you, Jimmy, and I'm having fun with you, but I want you to get this. People, don't do that. It's obnoxious. Literally, right now, Jimmy, Jimmy, um, you, you look fit, so roll with me. Jimmy, how many more women or men, I'm just being respectful of this situation, right? Would you, how many more dates? Leave it out. How many more dates would you get if I could give you abs and a bigger chest? Well, no fucking shit, okay? Come on. Like, that is just dumb. It, it's just dumb, 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 right? What you want to do, Jimmy, is spend more time getting me to see how fucked up my business is. That's where you want to spend your time. Because once you start getting me to see how fucked up my business is, then you've got my attention on how you can fix it, and you don't have to ask me what it would mean. You'll know. So, Jimmy, if, if I was able to tell you, which I'm not, and I'd probably have to ask Brady, but if I were able to tell you that 10 to 20 leads a week um, don't get to her or get lost, right, or we, we can't follow up on, and our average sales price is 20000 and our close rate is 30%, right there, how much how much money is that right there? 600 is that what the number is? 30, 30%, 10 leads. You said 10 leads are getting lost, 30%, three leads, and that's a week? Yeah, I'm just throwing that That's 60K right there that you're losing a right week. There. So you multiply yeah. that by a month. Now you're at $240,000 a month of potential loss. Do you have to ask me a stupid question like what would it mean? No, I was trying to go for one provoking question in there to see if I could rope it back in and then bring it back to current and future state. You want okay, if you want a provoking question, you have to you have to ask in this case, you could ask a current state provoking question. I ooh, this would be a tough one because I, I don't think provoking is the right way to go right now. Process is the way to go for you. Process is the way to go. Yeah. If anything, you might say, Keenan, you said you don't know. Are you concerned by not knowing these numbers? You can be more exposed than you realize. Mm. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because now because I can't answer the questions. But I believe they're happening. So the, the provoking question is, are you concerned? So if I say yes, you may have to make the sale a little longer and say, look, I, maybe you have a service, maybe you don't, but to help me figure that out. You know, so Keenan, this is how you might want to figure this out. I would look at this. I do this. You know, I don't know because I, I don't know how to do it. But if you teach me how to go find it out, then you say, I want you, I'm going to send you a note. I'm going to send you white people, whatever. Go do these things. Find out what those numbers are and let's have another call. And let's see how big the problem is. 
right? I'm going to go do work. Yeah. Because I just told you I'm concerned that I don't know. If I tell you I'm not concerned I don't know, then let cut me loose. I'm not concerned I don't know. I don't know. You're, not, you're never going to get me. Fair. If I'm concerned I don't know, then sell me on that. That's fair. See where I went with this? It's very helpful. Are you sure? hundred percent sure this has been helpful. I've All been right. I've been living and breathing this stuff for like a month working on this, and I've been reading it for even longer, but that's just what it comes down to. You can read it and you can try to put it into place, but until you hear it and you see it live and you get the feedback on it, then you're just winging it. That's the it's truth. Hard. It's hard. It is hard. It's not easy. Nothing nothing worth doing is 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 easy. That's the thing. But it's legit. Like you my final advice to you as we shut this down, okay, is in my opinion, ring lead is primarily an improved process. And by the way, everybody listening, most businesses are process improvement. Nothing wrong with that, but it's process improvement. So therefore, early on for you, you've got to dig into their process. And all the ring lead, ring lead people listening, listen to me. Get the customer to walk through their process and look for the holes. Look for the drainage. Where is stuff falling out? Why is it falling out? How much is falling out? What have they done to prevent it? What's the impact of the fallout? How do you measure that impact of the fallout? You see what I've done? Mm -hmm. Once I've got all of that, then I'm like, they got to be like, okay, I got to change the process. And they're like, this is what we do. Let me walk you through how we can help you. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. You got it, baby. Boom. Boom. All right, everybody, listen up. This was, what are we at? Gap selling Keenan number nine. Numero nueve. Yes, numero nueve. I want to thank Jimmy Shan. He calls himself James, but I just had to call him Jimmy. I don't know why. You can call him Jimmy. Um, Let's give him some love for doing this. It takes balls. It takes courage. And I'm proud of him for doing it. It's how he's learning, how we're all learning. If you, you want to gap sell me, DM me on LinkedIn and I will buy what you're selling if I have a problem big enough. The question is, can you find the problem? All right, y'all. Till next time. I think we got another one later this week. You know what I'm going to say? Peace. I am out. Peace out. Thanks, Jimmy. Thank you. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Get it. Get it. Hate means I do something.